This is Wired Up with Matt Kennedy and Jerry Peralta on KMSA 91.3. Where to begin? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you where to start, where to finish, and everything in between. I'm still trying to figure it out. A lot of mixed emotions, a lot of things to be excited about, and a lot of things we've regretted. We're going to talk about it, and I'll get more into it, exactly what I'm trying to talk about. Matt Kennedy, Jerry Peralta, Wired Up, 903 FM, KMSA, music for the CMU Mavericks. And Jerry, what I'm insinuating is the mood of all the Colorado sports fans right now. What is the state of Colorado? Where are we at? I'm just jumping right into it. No more one-minute banter. I got no... Fun news on BuzzFeed or whatever that we're talking about. It's simple. It's simple as it is. Where do Colorado sports fans stand? It's a confusing time. You had two teams in the middle of a heated playoff run come to an end so, so quickly and so, so swiftly. And now we're starting a brand new season, at least according to Vic Fangio. It's the start of a brand new year, brand new era. And then we're in the middle of a lackluster but you're still promising Colorado Rocky season. That's yeah. what we're going to talk about today. How should Colorado sports fans feel? Should they be stuck in the old ways of, well, it's just how it always is. Only a couple championships, nothing really promising in the playoffs. We may be good, get to the second round, but that's all we are, a second round team. Or could we be something more? Later on the show, Rocky Mountain Vibes. Speaking of Colorado sports, this team embodies Colorado, simply within their own logo. A marshmallow. <laughs> a general manager of the Rocky Mountain Vibes, the rookie affiliate of the Milwaukee Brewers. Chris Phillips will join us in the show at 430. At least I hope so. He has yet to confirm. I said, hey, come on, 430. He said, okay, it's in my, my schedule. I said, hey, I confirmed today. I was like, you coming? He's like, I haven't told you yet. So we're waiting, waiting to see if Chris Phillips will want to join us at 430. If not, we'll talk about it for a little bit. But then we'll jump into our last topic, Zion Williamson. Of course, the NBA playoffs are in full swing, but you know what? The NBA draft lottery is coming up. And Zion, he's just taking over the world. Yeah. But will much. he be enough to change one team from draft lottery to championship caliber? We'll talk about that at about 445. As of now, let's get into it right away. Opening monologue kind of started it off just a little bit as I read off what I have in my notes right here. Listen to us. After the loss, the Abs and the Nuggets in their respective Game 7s, we went from playoff high to a very bad hangover. The state of those playoff losses reminded us, as Colorado fans, that we do not have championship teams. We have not won a championship since the 2016 Super Bowl victory for the Denver Broncos, and the one before that was in 2001 Stanley Cup via the Colorado Avalanche. Of course, um, Rockies made the World Series in 2007, got swept, and then the Denver Broncos made the Super Bowl, but then got upended heavily by Jerry's Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Well, and looking at this, Colorado's not a championship team, I would say, in the four, in the big four of sports. Jerry, if you're going to bring up lacrosse. No, well, 
It, that's a good. I'm it, not. I don't want to. I don't want. No. Let me, let me make my point. Let me make my point. No marketing goes into lacrosse. No games. marketing does. But nobody. That knows, is, but I guarantee people don't even know that we have two lacrosse teams in. in, in but I'm just. That's. But that's why I'm bringing up the point. They don't. That lacrosse team doesn't get marketing. But they have won. But they've won championships. So in the Big Four: baseball, football, hockey, basketball. Those are not championship caliber teams. I'm just making that point. I'm not talking about it, but I'm just making that point there. But No, you're right. You're right. But looking for, towards the future, there's a lot of promise going forward here for these for the both the Avs and the Nuggets. The Broncos have a lot going for them into next season. And then now if the Rockies can get it together, it would look like they could have a very promising season themselves. I thought of this simply because I was asking myself this question. How should I feel? How should I feel about where we're at right now? Should I be excited about Broncos, Rockies? Should I be excited about next season for the Avalanche or the Nuggets? Or should I be switching my focus to the mainstream? Bandwagoning and team. No idea. Good friend of ours, Drew Creaseman from BSN Rockies, retweeted and then replied to Mike Cliss from the Denver Post. Mike said, nightmare loss to the Nuggets, Avs and Nugs both lose game seven. For this week, this is on Twitter, by the way. Perfect timing in a sense with Scangarello offense unveiled during Broncos OTAs this week. Hashtag nine sports. Maybe I think Mike works for nine sports, not Denver Post. And anyway, Drew replied with that. Or you could watch a sport that actually is actually going on featuring a local team that has made the postseason in two straight years and has multiple MVP candidates and exciting young emerging talent. And a emoji with a white girl going like, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe just a thought. Maybe. Just a thought. Well, Drew said he is not a football fan, nor is he a basketball fan, but he's a immense baseball fan, and yeah, maybe we, that is where we should be putting our focus. People do not focus on the Rockies. Should we be putting more focus into them? It seems as if Nuggets fans are not caring about their team as much as they should have until it was the All-Star break, and that's the point that I want to jump into right away. Well, and that that's the thing with a lot of, and I'm going to say this, it's a thing with a lot of Colorado fans, whether you're, a big fan of the Nuggets or if you're dedicated to the Avalanche or the Rockies or the Broncos, you never really tend to focus on the other sports. You always just look at your one sport. And then if your team is doing bad, you don't pay that much attention. But the moment that they pick it up, do really well, make the postseason, make a good run in the postseason, that's when you start to care. With with the Colorado mentality is it's always time when you pay attention. It, it always seems like you have to time when you're a fan versus – being just a fan through and through, whether your team wins, loses, or whatever. Look, each sport has their dedicated fan base. Yes. Each sport has their hardcore fans that will follow them, that will try to dig out each bit of news that is as if it is the most important thing going on in their lives Yep. at that moment in time. Yep. Despite the fact that there may be something completely more important in the sporting world going on, especially in Colorado. And yet, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, the Avalanche and the Nuggets were the biggest talks in the town. The Nuggets... We're outselling the Broncos merchandise-wise. The businesses in Denver were doing good because the Nuggets were doing well. Same with the Avs. Denver Nuggets are a championship-caliber team next year. Yep. And I'll get into that as a second, but this is where we're at right now. Broncos season is officially starting. OTAs, yes, the 2019-2020 season has officially started within the NFL. But you know what? The Rocky season is in full swing. For a team that should have a higher record, already 40 games into this weekend— Fans in Colorado don't know how to feel about the team in purple. You well, know what? I do not know how to feel about them as well. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this. <laughs> keep Don't keep your expectations too high right now. The, again, we're only 40 games into the season. The Rockies are 
do have a losing record, but they're only down two games. They did a they played amazing this weekend against the Padres. Mm-hmm. They won that series. The Rockies have not been able to complete a sweep in the in any of the series so far this season. But it's that's one not the, true. No, no, that's not true. We set the Padres earlier. Oh yeah, okay. The Padres once, and I think that's the only time that the sweeps happened so far for the Rockies. Either way, the point the point is though. For the Rockies, you it's going to take some time. This is a team that's still trying to find some bearing for their identity. They like over the offseason, they signed Nolan Arenado. You have guys like Charlie Blackman. It's just going to take time for a lot of these players to step into the groove. Yes, you're 40 games into the season, but but baseball is a long season. So, so how should sorry, Jerry? Excuse me. Yeah, apologize. That jumps your gun. <laughs> so how should we feel? I have the answer. For each of the big four teams, when we come back, I will tell you specifically, one by one, how Colorado fans should feel about their teams right now at this time of being. Matt Kennedy, Jared Peralta, wired up. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Colorado, who do you meet? When you're working for a mover and shaker with strong ties to our community, who are they? When you encounter a group of people eager to roll up their sleeves, who are you most likely to work with? Answer, men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Taking the initiative, being a good teammate, sacrificing personal glory for the greater good. These are qualities we expect of our leaders, and they're all being cultivated in the high schools right here in Colorado. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Colorado High School Activities Association and the Colorado Athletic Directors Association. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is love for the game. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. And most of those are worth far less than the cost of tuition. So, why do they play? My reason why is commitment. My reason why is friendship. A sense of purpose, love for the game, to help others, friendship. There are lots of great reasons to play high school sports and to participate in other high school activities like cheerleading, debate, and music. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Colorado High School Activities Association. Music for the Mavs on KMSA 91.3 FM. Back here, Martin. I'm Matt Kennedy, Jared Peralta, 418 p.m. Mountain West time. Finals week, second to last show of the calendar school year. We'll come back. You know, Jerry, I think I'm going to do shows during the summer. Are you? Not to say that I'm going to do it without you, but I think I may. we got to keep it going. Not, it's gonna, not going to be live shows, but to go without content for like three months, that's just, that's just, yeah. that's just bad. Yeah. That's just bad professionalism. Well, and I'm pretty sure me and you can figure out a way to 
you know, you know, it won't sound as high quality as it will right now. Yeah, it'll definitely, I, I can it'll definitely be a lower quality. But I, I mean, guarantee I'm sure. I do not have these five hundred dollar microphones just sitting in my. Back I do pocket. not. I have a pair of headphones that I use for gaming, <laughs> and even then, I still sound kind of eh. But I mean, we could make it work. Getting into it, getting right back in because we have to hurry up before. At least I think Chris Phillips, the GM of the Rocky Mountain Vibes, comes onto the show. GM and president, that is, at around four thirty. Still yet to confirm. We'll see. We're just going to bet on it, anyways. Speaking of Carlos Sports, I said that I have all the answers with, with how, with, excuse me, with how Colorado fans should feel at this point in time. Game seven losses suck. Yeah, they suck a lot, especially in the playoffs after a promising, promising season or a run that should not have happened, and then it just cut short right in front of your very eyes. Yep, sucks when there's even two of them, Avs and the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to switch our focus towards something more promising, and that could be the Broncos because we love football. But you know what? We're confused. How does should we feel? I have the answers because the mantra of Colorado sports is starting to change. Every team that we have come to know and associate with within the last decade no longer exists. New look Nuggets, new look Broncos, new look Avalanche, and definitely new look Rockies, which we have seen for about a year or two already. But you know what? As for the Nuggets, the team that had the most promise this year, or at least should have had the most success. We should be proud of this season. I'm going to go, I'm, by the way, I'm going to go one by one. I have Nuggets, Broncos, Rockies, and then the Avalanche. Well, the Avalanche. You can kind of throw the Avalanche into the same boat as the Nuggets. I'll do Nuggets and Avs. Anyways, we should be proud of this season. I'll do Nuggets first. But we are disappointed with how it ended. We should have won the series against Portland Trailblazers. But the lack of push in Game 6 and 7 after a dominant Game 5 showed that we are not ready for those last two games. Next year, we need to build off, off, off the success of this season and make the goal of reaching the finals. There it is. Have high expectation, Denver fans. Yep. This is a finals caliber team. That's and you know going back to what you were saying. Yeah, this is a final caliber team. Final caliber team. Uh, head coach uh, Malone even said in a post game statement after the the game seven loss, he was saying, "You this the season may not end the way we want, but you always look towards the future and starting tomorrow. That's the beginning of our next season. It's day one all over again and." A lot of young guys and a lot of talent. Nuggets are going to be – the Nuggets are going to look the same. They're going to have that same mentality. They have the chip on their shoulder now. They now have They now have what people were saying, playoff experience. I didn't expect Denver to go very far this year. Even though they were number two seed, fighting for number one seed. I expected them to get knocked out in the very first round. Why? Because that's what we're used to. But what did I say to start this segment out? Change the way you think about Colorado sports, at least for the Nuggets. New era, new team, new traditions starting this year. At this year, at this point next year, it's going to be Warriors and Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I. <laughs> it's going to be that. Jerry, I have to jump into the Avalanche. I'm sorry. Yeah. Get your thoughts in a second. The Avalanche, lower your expectations. This team was a fluke this year. I'm sorry, guys. Definitely. Team was a fluke this year. Fifth in their division. Eighth seed barely snuck in. But you know what? That just goes to show you that the regular season in the NHL really has less to no significance as it should. Mm-hmm. This Avalanche team. There was no way they should have beat Calgary, and they should not have taken San Jose. I wouldn't, to, say, I wouldn't say that's not true. But, I, I wouldn't say that's not true. But you know what? The Avalanche were, were one or two th- games away from not making the playoffs this year. And if they did make it, we would be having different thoughts about this year. But the fact that they did make it in and then succeeded and then succeeded showed us greater things. Yep. So you know what, Avalanche fans, have hopes, but keep those hopes very minimal. 
very, very low. So, Denver Broncos. I'm just moving along really quick right here. Yeah, I'm going to let you do the Broncos. I have nothing to say here. The new look for the Denver Broncos is leaving some unsteadiness in the fans of Orange. The Mile High City is experiencing very different thought processes right now. You have the one side, the Vic Fangio effect. You see Vic Fangio, and I was telling Jerry earlier, just watching an interview from the OTAs with Vic Fangio. The man carries himself. He has a certain buzz about him. You just feel, even though it is his first year as a head coach, you just feel a little bit more comfortable, actually a lot more comfortable than where we were two years ago with Vance Joseph. That uncertainty that Vance carried with him is not there with Vic. Vic has it figured out. He is two steps ahead. Vance Joseph was two steps behind. Then there's the other end. The team who was 6-10 and 10 last year. This team who still has John Elway at the helm. The team who still thinks that they are a Super Bowl caliber offense and defense when in reality, they're not even the third best team in their division. So, Denver Broncos, where should you go this year? We need to accept the fact that we will not be a Super Bowl team until we have for sure a franchise QB in place. You're allowed to be optimistic for this team, but don't have your hopes set super high. Put other focuses of your energy into other teams, and that is a smooth transition into my final point. <laughs> into my Very final smooth. point. The Rockies. The Purple Rainmakers. Get behind this team. I understand the uncertainty. Again, again, a lot of uncertainty. But there's a lot of underliers within there. There's a lot of fine print written within this team. This team has a lot of promise. This team is the only team in the last two years that has made the playoffs in the last, yeah. Back-to-back runs. Pardon me. I'm sorry, the Avalanche did. But a team that had the promise of going further. The Rockies, get behind this team. There's poten- the potential is there. And don't be surprised if we continue to improve and get better and make a run for a third year in a row. Support the potential of a potentially dominant team sitting at 19 and 21 right now. Yep. <laughs> I, two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? We're taking off now. We're getting good. Still hasn't really taken off yet. Not yet. It's going to take a minute. But but it only takes the potential 20 games to be the hottest team in baseball. Yeah, if you if Rockies can get on a good run, I say if the Rockies can do pull one good sweep, whether that be again, no, I, no. Two, two good sweep. Well, two, I depends, would, okay, depends, who, okay, depends let, who they're facing. Let me say, let me depends say, this. if they facing. can pull a good sweep, and maybe sweep a team like the Diamondbacks, or maybe sweep a different team that's in the NL in the NL, they can have a good start. I was gonna throw out the Dodgers, but that's a tall order considering. How, how tough this Dodgers team is. They're not sweeping the Dodgers anytime soon. They won't, but I'm saying if they can sweep some, either sweep like a team like the Diamondbacks or another team that's up there in the other divisions within the NL, they could have a good shot of actually picking, of turning this whole season around and really finding a groove there. Well, you know what? They have a great chance. Yeah, they play Boston today. Jeez. Or is it today or tomorrow? They play today, I think. Right? They play tonight in Boston. They play, they play tonight in Boston, yes. Play tonight, they play a two-game series against Boston, so test the waters a little bit. They go on a two-week, three-series roadstead. Their next home game will be on the 24th against the Baltimore Orioles. 
And in between them, they had the Red Sox, a three-game series against the Phillies, and then a three-game series against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Three key series going in and out of the AL and the NL. Rockies, now's your time. Make the end of May and June your time to finally convince some fans with who they should be focusing on. When yep. we come back, Rocky Mountain Vibes. We'll probably get in a quick couple of minutes before Chris Phillips comes in before if he does not call us during the break. Rocky Mountain Vibes. You like toasty? I like s'mores. Let's talk about it. Matt Kennedy, Jared Peralta. Word up. What are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037 so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right. But don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, um, I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh-huh, okay. Well, we were building a bonfire, and I, I saw some, like, dry brush and leaves around, so, you know, I, I said to move the bonfire somewhere else, and out of nowhere, Smokey Bear shows up and hugs me. So you noticed some wildfire hazards and moved your bonfire to a safer location. Yeah. Yeah, that's Smokey, all right. He likes it when people help prevent wildfires. It hits him close to home. Not everybody gets the hug, my friend. So that's pretty special to get a hug from Smokey Bear. <laughs> so it was him. Hey, guys, I told you it was Smokey. Okay, well, congratulations, my friend. And thanks for calling. There are many ways to prevent a wildfire. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service, Ad Council, and your state forester. Music for the Mavs on KMSA 91.3 FM. Back here, Martin, Matt Kennedy, Jerry Peralta, 4.30 p.m. Mountain West time. As we get right back into it right away. You know what? I'm just not in for a lot of answer today. I'm sorry, Jerry. You know what? Normally we have some fun conversation. Yeah, some good, I know. Old, good old back and forth. I know. I tried to give conversation. You're like, I don't want to hear it. I don't <laughs> want to hear it from me, man. I didn't do so good on a final today, and it just uh, ruins a guy's mood. You know what? That's eh, just you and me both, but it's it's the juxtafinals week. It's the always juxtafinals good. week. It's going to happen. Hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully not, but I mean, just always be prepared. That's basically what it is. Anyways, I'm looking at this right now. Looking at what? I'm big fans of it. I'm a huge fan of it. I've been a fan of it from the very start. Get get to the point, Junior. Just good vibes, man. Good, good, vibes. good vibes all around. People yeah, you, ask me. You have no good vibes People right ask now. me, Matt, why do you talk about single-A baseball? Why do you talk about this? Because you know what? We're in Colorado, and this embodies Colorado. Rocky Mountain vibes. Single-A baseball team in Colorado Springs, my hometown. He's formerly known as the... Colorado Springs Sky Sox, now, of course, the Vibes, and Toasty. 
the friendly marshmallow, who now represents the team, is a s'more as a mascot, and it's a bunch of crazy, it's a bunch of crazy stuff. The team rebranded earlier on this year, and this is where we're at right now. The Vibes on November 19th unveiled the new team name as the Vibes, the lead change from Colorado Springs this offseason from the AAA affiliate to the Rookie League in the Pioneer League who will face off against the Grand Junction Rockies. So I guess you can find some some inter- some links if you want to connect that. Grand Junction, playing the Vibes. Sure, we can try. <laughs> there's yeah, your, sure. There's your link. The Vibes recently... That, that's why we talk about this. Yeah, the Vibes recently unveiled a new mascot, Toasty. The uniforms and stadium name, UC Health Park, which is now part of the total rebrand and team, will also have s'more roasting at the ballpark, at, and it seems as if the fans in Colorado Springs are embracing the new change. We can go back and listen to it. We can go back, read the comments, everything else, from uh. when back in November last year to when the Vibes officially unveiled their branding. I People re- were not on board with They it. were not. I remember... You, I remember when we first talked about this on our show, we sent, you sent the segment, you sent the segment to the vibes and you're like, you know, Hey, we talked about this and they posted it. And I just remember the only comment that was positive wasn't even about the vibes. It was just about, (laughs) about us talking about it, about our segment. Other than that, every, every comment I was reading was just hateful and just, they did not like it. People don't like change. Change is scary. But it's okay. The new mascot for this team is not supposed to be taken seriously. It's a s'more, guys. Come on. It's rookie league baseball. Yeah. You think you think they're trying to get you to come to the ballpark to watch good baseball? I don't know. You go from AAA, the closest thing to the big leagues. Then you drop down to 18, 19-year-old kids playing baseball. 20-year-olds, whatever. Rookie yeah. league. Right out of high school and college. Yeah, it's like watching college or high school baseball. Pretty much. That's exactly what it is. That's pretty much all it is. Colorado Springs just got a new college team in the form of a rookie league team. So you expect the quality of baseball to go down. Sure. Therefore, what else has to increase? Well, the marketing, the appeal. Everything else that will make you want to come to a minor league baseball game in the middle of summer. What's good about summer? Camping. What's good about camping? S'mores. Fire pits. Summertime. Stars. Add baseball to that. Something I want to go to. Yeah. Rocky Mountain Vibes will be adding s'more pits to their ballpark when the best thing about the ballpark prior to that was a hot tub in the VIP lounge when you just you just Well that it that's I th- it. I thought they I thought the Sky Sox didn't have anything. They had a hot tub and that's it. And yeah. you know what? Sitting in a hot tub looking having people look at you while you're half naked watching a baseball game, I just didn't sound appealing to me. Not fun. But you know what? Sitting around fully clothed, being able to eat some delicious Graham cracker, marshmallow, and chocolate. And, you know, get some get some s'more and s'more after that. Stop it. What? You don't want it? I'm going I'm to turn You don't it. want any s'more? I'm going to turn your mic off. Just turn your mic and off. And I'm just going to turn that back turn on right there. Off. No <laughs> uh, s'more puns. Come on. <laughs> God, I needed a rim shot uh, sound effect on this computer. Just bit it. Anyway, continue yeah. your point. Anyways. <laughs> Where am I at? I lost my train of thought. I don't think Chris is going to call in the day, Jer. You know what? I don't think so. Four minutes afterwards, we try to get Chris Phillips, the GM of the Vibes, who just waited on it. I was stalling for the last two minutes. Don't think he's going to call in, so we'll try another time. But anyways, let me finish up my thought with this. The Vibes will provide a unique experience for the fans because minor league baseball needs to have that. As I said, the quality of baseball may not be as good as it has been in the past, but if you can find ways to get fans to show up for the 38 games, then I'm all for it. Okay? And I'm thinking of this. 
from a marketing standpoint. What do you got to sell? Hey, guys, come out and watch baseball. We know it's been really good for the last 20 years of your lifetime. Come and watch the old people who who uh, who are rehabbing. Come watch Nolan Arenado. Come watch Todd Helton, Carlos Gonzalez, people who you would love watching when the Rockies were still with us. When they switched to the Milwaukee Brewers, that's where the, the decline started, to where locals from Colorado, one hour south of Coors Field, they didn't know these guys. Yeah, sure, the Brewers are a respectable team in the NL. They had some great guys on them. They had some outstanding players on that AAA team in the Colorado Springs Sky Sox. But, the, the, Jerry, the care of the, you know, it just went down, man. Yeah. With, with you know, with it, good reason. Yeah, because it's really difficult to cheer for a team that's... Not your team. Yeah, that's not your team. And especially considering that the, that the team that you're technically going to go root for is in the same league as your beloved as your beloved home team and that's knocked us out of the playoffs several times yes so that's not something you would want to see it's not something a lot of people would want to pay money to see yes they would still pay money to go see baseball because regardless of how you look at it it's still technically professional baseball they're just they're still growing or they're rehabbing so on top of that then you decrease the value in baseball games you say hey guys we know we're not the team we want to see anymore, but now come watch even less quality baseball. We're still the Sky Sox. Come see us. No. No, 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 no. City of Colorado Springs had to rebrand, and they did. Now they're the Rocky Mountain Vibes. New start, new faces, new mascot. Toasty. And you know, they've been doing good. I get, I get them on social media. They've been having, like, s'more contests. It's been getting me excited for the season. Yeah, I've been, I give them a lot of credit. They, Despite all the backlash, they were still pushing through it they're still running with everything that they have and they're just keep stepping it up stepping it up and i am not gonna lie i love those jerseys the only thing that i hate we're looking at them right now i don't like i don't like that uh i don't like the i really don't care for the graham cracker yeah yeah yeah. we're looking at it right so so their alternative so first of all they have their home jerseys which is like their navy blue which is like their main color yep and then the vibes with the fire written in the fire on the stick so that's what they're gonna go with in terms of to spell out their names as their home jerseys with red sleeves. And then they have their away jerseys, a gray with the vibes, and then the blue sleeves. And then they have their alternative stupid graham cracker jersey. They just, okay, it looks... The, it would the, color, the color brown is never good color on a jersey, bro. I, I would say this... That's just if, the truth. I would say this, if they marketed it to where the, each jersey represented a part of the s'more, that would be... I would be all for that graham cracker jersey. But, but it's since, not the blue. I know. Blue ruins it. That's what I'm saying. If the blue, chocolate. if that navy blue was not there and it was like a, some form of chocolate, I could run with this with that graham cracker one. Because then it'd be like, sure, oh, now sense. they're marketing even more towards their branding, which is a s'more. Because now you have the marshmallow, the chocolate, and the graham cracker. You know, but, they should have had like bright red. Jer- oh, I don't know if I like the bright red or orange jerseys. At least, uh, I don't know something. You know, but, but brown, uh, really. But again, alternate alternative. So you probably. Probably one of those things you won't see as often as you think. So Chris Phillips says it's his favorite, and I wish he was be on the air to tell us that. Maybe sending him a quick email after this. He's <laughs> <laughs> been like, hey, dude, what's up? You wrote us in. Anyways, it is what it is. When we come back, Zion Williamson, can he really be a Magic Johnson, LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal type player? Can he impact somebody like the way he's been advertised? Matt Kennedy, Jared Peralta. 
It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Music for the Mavs on KMSA 91.3 FM. Final half of the show, Matt Kennedy, Joe Peralta, 91.3 FM, KMSA, Grand Valley, Region, CB Region, finals week, going home, finally, been a long year. Jerry, yeah. shall, shall we look back on this year real quick before we yeah. close this up? I know we have one more show left on Thursday, but, oh man, if I could go back and listen to the stuff, let's see, a year ago, no, I guess just back in August, Oh, I think we made some progress. Looking I could, back, I could hear the exhaustion in your voice. <laughs> just thinking about that made me hurt. Looking back at the highlights of this year, uh, of course, we. I mean, one of the biggest things that we have done is that we have implemented guests on the show. Yes, I think it's one of the biggest things. KMSA is not normally known for having guests on. Yes, but right away we started having. You know, started out small. You know, Bryce Reedy started out small with a couple old CMU alumni, Tyler Franson, and yep. then we just jumped big right to the professionals. Mm-hmm. Had had good old Dave Logan on the show. Yep. You guys like Andy Lindahl, yep. Drew Creaseman. Yep. Uh, Drew Creaseman has been a fun one. I, I would say he was, he's my favorite interview so far. Jeez Louise. We, and then we were trying to have Philip Lindsay. That, that fell short. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was I remember it. you told me ex- when you told me what happened. I just busted out laughing because, <laughs> to be fair, we were warned. But you know what? We you are know, stuck. You got to shoot your shot, bro. Shoot, yeah, shoot, you got to shoot, shoot, shoot your shot. We've had shoot your shot. You, you miss 100% your... of the shots. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Thanks, thanks MJ. Uh, and then, oh, in the fall, I can assume that we're going to have Justin Simmons on the show. The Barranco safety. Is that going to be a guaranteed, or are you still working on that one? Yes. Well, he said he would, and then again, emailed him. He probably didn't check it, but he said that he would. So it's going to be a that'd be a really good one. We'll if get we back get, to that. We manage that one. Met Justin a couple times, and good guy. So we'll see what that goes in the fall. Yeah. Uh, my go. I'm dude. I'm I'm going to get Philip. That's just going to happen. It's going to happen. Gonna, he's going gonna, to gonna come on the show. He's going to be here in studio. No, I'm just kidding. He's not going to be in studio. <laughs> Anyways, 
Yeah. You know what? We're a bunch it, of college do kids. I, do I need to be concerned about that one? <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> We're just some college kids doing our own thing, and it's been fun. The show, the show started two and a half years ago. Pretty um, much. Almost three. Yeah. You know, freshman year. We've grown it into a uh, formidable sports talk show. You know, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud. By the way, go follow us, go follow us at Warda Podcast on iTunes and uh, Apple Podcast, iTunes, same thing. We'll have to eventually get on uh, Spotify. Spotify, that's next. And um, we're on YouTube as well, Warda Podcast. I'm waiting for that one. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Warda KMSA. And, uh, yeah, we're all on there, man. We're trying to grow it. We're trying to expand it. And we're excited to see where it continues to go within the next year. So final segment of the day, Mr. Zion, a man who has accomplished more in a year than I will ever have in an entire lifetime. The man who's making so much noise, the Zion sweepstakes is what this draft lottery is going to be called. It's not who has the biggest chance to get a number one pick. Who has the biggest chance to get Zion? He's being advertised as a guy to completely change the brand around, to completely change the team around and make them finals caliber. Shannon Sharp doesn't think so. Let's hear what Shannon Sharp, the former Denver Bronco tight end, has to say about Shannon, or has to say about Zion. What Shannon Sharp has to say about Shannon. He likes to talk about himself. Anyways, Shannon, do you think that Zion could be a game-changing player? I do not believe that he's a transformative player, Skip. Hmm. Do I look at him and say, it's okay, he's a LeBron James. He's a Magic Johnson. He's a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't look at him. I, I, I don't see that in him. Um, I, if you paired him with someone, let's just say the Knicks got him and KD and, and Kyrie came there. Yep. Okay. But is he the centerpiece? No, mm. it's going to be KD, then mm. it's going to be Kyrie. Uh, I see him, the question, I, let me tell you how I see him, Skip. I see him as Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns is not a bad player, mm-hmm. but he's not a, he's not a mm. LeBron. Yeah, but for two years, the GM... I disagree, Mr. Shannon Sharp. I, I disagree. I agree and disagree at the same time. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I have it all written down so I don't forget. <laughs> Preparations Preparations need to be made for Matt to figure this out. Look, it's a huge question. Can one player cause such a big impact? We've seen it before. LeBron, Kobe, Shaq, whatever. You know what? The greats. The greats. The greats. There's a lot of great players in the NBA. Not a lot of them can change a team just by themselves. Even LeBron couldn't do it this year with the Lakers. He did it with the Cavs. Not this year with the Lakers. Takes a team. But you know what with Zion? Get some foundation under him. His athletic ability and his heart will make him a great player like Giannis and Shaq. He doesn't particularly need the shooting ability and free throw ability like James Harden or Steph Curry. All he needs to play and play great and be great, one of the greats in the, in the NBA is with everything he already has. So what I'm saying, Jer, is that this man will be great. He's a freak. He's a box office seller. And this man, because of his heart, because of his athletic ability, and because of all the pure skills that he already carries without any experience in the NBA, you can already predict that this man will have a fantastic NBA career and answer my furthermost question, 
yes, he can change a team into that team to win. I think so. I have that confidence. I could be wrong. We'll, we'll see. If he gets to the Knicks and then KD and Kyrie end up don't going over to the Knicks, oh, boy. Oh, boy, poor Zion. You know what? There's doubts. There is doubts. But you know what? When you when, you just you just see somebody with such raw talent, and how can you and you go? How to can the you Knicks. bet against them? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to say. I'm saying that. But when you see somebody with that raw talent and just that promise, it's really hard to bet against them. Oh yeah, you definitely. know. Okay, so this is where I'm coming from, and this is and I agree with Shannon Sharp on one thing only. That is. To come into the league, it, and I don't even say he needs it. I would say it just be it would be nice for him if he had some good play, if he had some all star team, all star players around him like a KD, Kyrie Irving. That way, not only can he elevate their play, they they will ultimately elevate his level of play in the NBA, and that is crucial here in the NBA in today's. NBA when you need guys who are all around good players. He Zion Williams is going to be that headliner for a team. And, and I don't agree that, okay, if KD or Kyrie Irving go, let's say, let's say Zion gets picked up by the Knicks and the Knicks also pick up KD and Kyrie. I do not agree that the focus will be on KD. It's going to be on Zion because everybody is more akin to this guy's level of play. They're already, everybody's already so infatuated with him as a player in his collegiate career. And he only played any, and he was only a freshman and he was already making big waves for himself. So they are going to market around him. And especially considering how, how how confused a lot of people are with how they feel towards Kyrie and Katie, it's going to be a lot better for teams to work around a guy like Zion Williams, who can be that all around go-to player that's the only thing I agree with Shannon on is just, if you get him some players, if you get him some other superstar players, that's got, that's only going to help him play. And I can honestly see him going down as even better or going up as a bigger name than what maybe LeBron is now in the future. Zion could be that next LeBron that we'll see. I want to leave the show with this. Cause we got to get out of here. I'm sorry. We have to leave a little bit early. Zion is a man amongst boys right now in his first year within the NCAA at Duke. But in the NBA, size will catch up to him and he'll be a man amongst men. He simply relied on his strength and his athletic ability to elevate himself over everybody else within the NCAA. Size will catch up to him. Now he doesn't have to rely on his size. Now he can play that post position that he will more than likely succeed at. You know what? He will not have to be the biggest guy on the floor because his heart and his effort will take him into a great level. He'll work on his shooting. He'll get that experience. He may not be the greatest player right away. Give him a couple years. We'll see it, where that goes. It was the same thing when LeBron first came into the league. You know, it was that question was, it was that question, is he going to be a great player? And at, over the years, LeBron developed. He started to pick up his skills yep. a lot. And now, one of, one of the greatest of all, of all time. Join us on Thursday. Going to stop right now. Join us on Thursday at 4 p.m. Final show, or at least final live show of the year. Matt Kennedy, Jared Paul Tawarda. We'll see you guys soon. Happy finals week. Close it out strong. You can do it. See me, students, and every other students out there. Good luck. See you later.